What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Super Thwack Podcast. Yes, we are on episode 10. Number 10. It's kind of like a uh, like a special podcast, yeah. I guess. It hit 10. a little milestone yeah. for us while everybody else around us is starting to catch a disease and die. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I'm Anthony Stevens. Damian Label. And uh, let's, uh, let's get off the ground real quick with uh, some coronavirus talk. Yeah, it's... Uh, Starting to get a little bit serious, more serious, I guess. Um, if you kind of look at what's going on in all your local stores regarding toilet paper, especially. Yeah, if, missing. You've, been, if you've been living under a rock, yeah. <laughs> then it's, uh, it's been interesting just to see how much people have freaked out. And we're, yeah. we have what, like, I think Wednesday we had like 19 confirmed cases. Now, I was looking today and we're up to 44 in Colorado. Yeah, no, it's so. It's getting ridiculous. But. It's going up. Yeah, I think uh, honestly, like part of the problem is you know, like a lot of people are like not hygienic at all in the first place. Oh, so, I know. I went yeah. to a wrestling show with my wife and yeah. uh, Nate and his wife, and the people who like I love wrestling shows, but being around some of those fans, I was like, Ugh, like you just look like you just like woke up out of bed after yeah. not showering for three days, and, and so, they don't care. No, they don't. Cause they don't care at all. We're we live in a world where everybody's first thought is themselves. They don't really care about anybody else. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was on the washing my hands thing all day, way before this even happened. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, I should be good. I hope. Well, and <laughs> I don't have as much of a problem with that because like I feel like I, I work with trash and portalettes and stuff like that for a living. So I'm constantly hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer, yeah. washing my hands, whatever I can because I hate feeling dirty and yeah. I'm in the wrong line of business for that. Right. <laughs> um. It is insane to see how much stuff is, it has already affected, and we're, yeah. it's barely reached the U.S. Yeah, like, I think it's been here for like a couple weeks, maybe? Yeah, because like, Wuhan, China's been shut down for a month and a half already. Yeah. Italy is completely fucked right yeah, now. Yeah, there's, borders are closed, no yeah. one's allowed to come or go. Yeah, there's a video, there's actually a video I saw on Instagram, this guy's driving around Italy in like one of those scooter things, mm -hmm. and completely empty. Nobody on the streets. He's just riding freely on the street, like <laughs> nobody. I, I, my my brother-in-law posted a meme today. It was like uh, everybody during the coronavirus and like the car, the streets, highways are empty. I think it was like a picture from The Walking Dead or something. <laughs> and he's like, and it's car guys is the picture below. Oh, okay. They're just flying like 190 down the freeway. Okay. <laughs> um, it's gonna get there pretty oh, soon. Yeah. I think. Well, apparently it's actually already started to affect uh, oil prices. Wow. Um, because people are starting to stay at home more and stuff like that. And it's actually made it to where like companies in like Texas and other stuff like Russia and Saudi Arabia are having a big like bidding war for oil prices right now. That's why down the street, like it's like 205 for gas right now. Mm. And it just keeps going down and down because the only people that can afford to do that is Saudi Arabia. So everyone's just buying gas and oil from them now. Dang. Okay. So. Yeah, and other than that, too, it's like affecting sports. You know, oh, basketball, the season's suspended because a couple players got tested positive. Yeah, and Hockey. it's actually crazy with basketball because yeah. LeBron said he ref they, they, they were talking about doing some games where no no fans. Wow. Which, it makes sense if you want to keep yeah. it going, but promoters start losing money, owners start losing money, stuff like that. And LeBron came out and said, I refuse to play a game if there's not fans in the crowd. Yeah, and I think that's what, that's 
that would be a lot of their reactions too. I think yeah. it's to well, be like that. So you, uh, I'm sure that players, a lot of their money comes from. Uh, not not necessarily concessions, but like people coming in the buildings and buying their jerseys and buying yeah, yeah. all the merchandise and stuff like that. So I, I can understand, but at the same time, I think it's kind of selfish. It's one of those like prima donna type things where like you're still getting played to pay to paid to play the game, especially when LeBron's already a billionaire. Yeah, like right. just tough it up and yeah. continue with your season. Like yeah. it's not that big. It it's not going to affect you in the long run if, right. as long as everyone's healthy. Right, right. So and yeah, and overall, yeah, it's affecting like hockey, baseball now, and I'm I'm kind of curious to see if it's gonna affect the uh, draft at all. I've heard that they were talking about potentially canceling. There's a lot of stuff, dude. South by Southwest canceled. Yep. Coachella postponed. Co co yeah, till October, which is <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. E3 is canceled. Gone. CinemaCon. Gone. Dude, it's like left and right, everything. And then there's potential for. WrestleMania to get canceled. Oh, that's Which, a big one. Yeah, and Vince McMahon is one of those people, he will do it to his damnedest. If he can get around all the rules and regulations and stuff, he will still do it. Yeah. So, but the thing is, if they're running it in Tampa, and Tampa's talking about going quarantine. They had a meeting today uh, talking about like canceling it and it was like it's one of those things that's so serious that like Vince McMahon actually showed up to the meeting really and he was like trying to sway them away from it they're like for now we're gonna keep going with stuff we're not canceling anything but that could change yeah any minute yeah and uh, honestly like all these like shutdowns and canceling stuff it's, it's good yeah you know it doesn't lowers the risk of like it's spreading more yeah and gathering while like I'm not gonna get too political I'm just saying yeah. while not the biggest fan of Trump, I will say at least this is going in a decent direction with him. He decided to pretty much close the borders, no one coming in Everywhere. or out. Yeah. From anywhere. The, I think the only place that's not closed for travel is the UK, which doesn't really make sense. Because they don't, I don't think they have any cases of it yet. I don't know, but I'm sure as soon as they get a couple, then... Yeah. But uh, I think it's funny, though, because one of the like worst jokes I've heard is like, oh... Uh, like, British people aren't, don't really have good hygiene, yet they don't have any <laughs> worries about it at the moment. Um, yeah. yeah, so like, borders are pretty much closed off to any other country yeah. coming in, infecting us right now, but it already got in, so. Yeah, and it's, it's multiplying. Yeah. For sure. Tom Hanks even has it. Oh, for real? Yeah, you didn't see that. Tom Hanks and his oh. wife, because they were in Australia, they were starting a pre-production on that uh, Elvis movie. Okay. Yeah, and they uh, got tested and they're positive too for it. But he's, um, I don't know if you saw, his uh, son posted a video on Instagram talking about Chet. Oh, God. Yeah, talking about it and he's like just saying things. Thank you for the well wishes and his parents aren't even really tripping about it because they don't even feel that sick, really. He's a, he's a, he's a weird case. Yeah, he, he seemed, in that video, he seemed pretty uh, mellow. Okay, that's good because yeah. I've seen in some of his videos in the past like where he's literally saying the N-word and he's like, yeah. Perfectly fine with it. He's like, I'm not. I don't walk up to black people and say it. He's like, I just say it when I like listen to music and because because I get a pass from my friends. I'm like, you don't put it on a video and yeah. put it on Instagram. Right. Yeah, he's he's probably chill. Idiot. I'm guessing he probably chill out then a little uh, bit. Maybe I'm so, hoping. Hope so. His brother is a great actor. I love some of his work. Um, his have you ever seen Dexter? No. No. Ah. Keep talking about more stuff. I'll pull up a picture for you real quick because you'll be like, what in the hell? Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, Tom Hanks getting it, and I'm kind of curious to see, like, what other celebrities get it, because 
Oh, it's it's bigger than anyone would have thought, I think, so far. Yeah, no, it's definitely created... Like, it, it's very fast-moving, but I think that because of how publicized it's been, like, you, I haven't, I don't even remember swine flu or bird flu being this, like, problematic. No, we've been that, like, H1N1 or some, something like that? I, I think that was swine flu. Oh, was it swine yeah. flu? Okay, cool. My uncle was, like, one of the first confirmed cases in Colorado for that, and, like, he was bad, but, like, after he was over with it, he was, he was perfectly fine. How long did it take him to get over that? I think it was, like, mmm, about a week. It, like, and it was bad, he was puking a lot, but, like, afterwards he's fine. Like, I, I, I don't... I think swine flu had a much bigger death toll from the beginning than did this it? did. Okay. So it's like, so I think what I heard the other day was like 120,000, and I'm sure the numbers have gone up, 120,000 confirmed infected and like 4,200 at the time deaths. Did, did that come from China too? Uh, I, I think it was like overall from China, like worldwide. Isn't numbers. that weird then? If that wasn't like highly like, like publicized at like this one is, for some reason like this one is the one, I don't know. That's yeah. kind of odd. I do. I don't know, man. Cause I, I, I don't. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I couldn't tell you enough right. to even pass. And even they yeah. don't know like a whole lot about it yet. Yeah. So. Um. But Colin Hanks. That's his son. Yeah, that's his son, dude. I've seen him like so many times. I never knew that was. His I son. didn't either until me and Ariana were watching Dexter, and I was rolling through the IMDb. I was like, What in the hell? He has the same last name. I was like, He does kind of look like him. And then I looked into wow. it and I was like, wow, that is his son. Like, that's a trip. That is crazy. Um, but, yeah, there, so while, while there is a lot of overreaction, hopefully the overreaction kind of nips it in the butt early. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, ma major overreaction. You go to, like I said, you go to any store, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. A, a lot of uh, big corporations are shutting down sites with confirmed infections. Google is actually, at least in Seattle, what I heard is they are actually having everybody work from home. Because if you think about it, there's no real reason for anybody at Google to be in a building working together. Right. Because they can literally just work from home yeah. and their hours aren't affected. Yeah. So, because I think what they do, like, you ever watch the movie The Internship? Yeah. So, like, they log into a program to, like, basically time themselves in their work. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can do that from home easily. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, if you have a job like that, like an office type job or something, it'd probably be easy for you to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think I would like to assume that people with hourly jobs probably be more affected yeah. than people with salary jobs. Yeah. I would say. For for sure. I know there are some places that, like I think China, while they shut down, they gave everyone like twelve hundred to fifteen hundred bucks to kind of make it to where it wouldn't affect the economy too much. I think that's one thing that coming out of this that's going to change a lot of the ways we deal. Like, I, I was watching Internet today. Like, this isn't my original thought. Yeah. I'd love it to be. I'm just I'm not that intelligent. I don't want to take credit for it. Someone will be like, I, I heard that in the same fucking place. <laughs> um, it's going to change the way a lot of companies think about doing things because if Google can send all their people home and have them all work from home mm -hmm. and be perfectly fine and it not... They might just stick with that. Or yeah, something. like... We can get rid of the cost of owning a building. Yeah. Send everybody home and call it good. Okay. You're going to have a lot less. And I, I think it will sadly affect a lot of brick and mortar establishments. Um, it's, I, I don't know. Time will tell, but it's looking like it's going to, the, the panic's going to affect a lot of things. 
Yeah, I think if anything, it'll be the panic, not necessarily the virus itself, but everyone like losing their shit over it is yeah. gonna cause a lot of problems. And like um, I was watching the show First Take on ESPN, mm -hmm. um, they're talking about it, the NBA um, shut down and all that stuff, and they're saying there was a science, it was a scientist or a doctor, I forget the name that he said, but he's saying that we're probably a couple months out from it being not eradicated all the way, but like getting to that point. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're still a couple months away. I'm guessing by the time summer hits, like late May, early June. And, and that's what I heard too. I also heard that the like the disease or I don't I don't know what are their virus I guess. Yeah, virus. Um, actually, like thrives in the cold. I could be wrong about that too. I'm just okay. what I've heard. Um, so they're saying that it could go away by the summer, but there's potential that if like people let up on quarantine and stuff like that before it's fully gone, mm -hmm. then it can come back in like October, September. Ooh, okay. So as long as everybody gets their stuff together, maybe by then they'll even get some vaccines so we can inoculate people and not have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, and I was reading an article today too that 70% um, of the people who have it in China, they've been discharged from the hospital and mm -hmm. they've recovered from it. And like cases of it spreading in China and South Korea, they're starting to decrease too. Mm -hmm. So I think pretty much like all the other countries are gonna start following that pretty soon. Yeah. But China was pretty bad for a while, so it has to get to that point first. So Italy might be next to start yeah. lowering maybe. Because I, I guess what I heard was for the most part, you don't really start uh, seeing the effects until after like a week of infection. Yeah, two to 14 days. Yeah, yeah. so while it doesn't sound fun, the biggest thing to remember is if you're in our age range, your chances for like mortality, you're, you should be fine. You're fine. You'll be really like screwed up, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll be sick. You probably won't feel good. But for the most part, you could have it on the lower spectrum where you're just cough, sniffles, and stuff like that. Yeah. Or you probably could end up getting vomiting, nausea, hospitalization. And you definitely like want to like stay away from work, stay away from anybody else. Because they were saying, and older people that you know, because yes. like 60 and up, those are like really... Uh, yes, Ch children and yeah. el the elderly are yeah. the ones at the highest risk. So definitely if you have loved ones who are in those age ranges and you can avoid being around them during the time if you're sick, do it. Yeah. And even if you're not, just wash your hands, don't yes. touch your face, cough yes. in your elbow. And me, dude, like touching my beard is my biggest thing. And that's so it's stuck like, is trapped in there. Well, it's... I love having my beard, but one of the biggest drawbacks, like especially in my job, is knowing how much like fecal matter and stuff gets attracted to your face. You're, I'm always like wanting to like touch it or wash it or whatever, just because it's like ugh. I have that problem too. I touch my hair all day mm -hmm. long, so I make sure at night I can wash it. Oh like, yeah, like a lot. Like I think <laughs> half the time before I put shampoo in my actual hair, I put shampoo in my beard because <laughs> I'm like ugh, yeah. it's just gross. Yeah. So yeah, just mainly keep up on the hygiene and. Stay away from the crowded areas. I won't, I'm not even going to go to a concert in a couple months, probably. I think I'll stay away. The next concert I go to, is, unless it's Justices, will be uh, ICP, which might scare me more than a wrestling show. Yeah, I'll, I'll, while I'll, while I'll I love ICP and like I get along with all the fans because like it's the way people treat you when you're in that kind of environment is kind of dope. I will say, while I love Juggalos, <laughs> they probably some of the least hygienic people. Yeah, you won't <laughs> you won't catch me in there. <laughs> at all. But that's in May, so I'm hoping we'll see. If, if we're lucky. What I'm worried about is Code Orange is going to be here 
in April, so next month. Ooh. And I'm like, God damn it, like, I don't know. And that's at a small venue too, it's gonna be really packed, so I'm like, I, I think know. everybody's gonna wear a mask <laughs> to You'll to go catch to me in like a whole hazmat suit. <laughs> Oh, come in looking like Walter White. Yeah, yeah, but that really sucks. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's worth not going to stuff like that. Honestly. But at the same time, you also have to look at the fact that I think a lot of artists are probably going to end up canceling shows anyways. Yeah, because a lot of them are canceling European shows. Mm -hmm. um, some of them are starting to cancel North American mm -hmm. tours. So I'm curious to see what Code Orange is going to do because their album drops tomorrow. Tonight. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people. If they don't cancel, at least uh, delay shows. Yeah, for sure. Which I think is the smartest way to go. Don't let it get the best of everything, but kind of keep it in the back of your minds. And like, yeah, if you can't avoid being in large groups of people, do it. If yeah, because it's serious enough to to do that. Yeah, avoid going it's not to like, store. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I think I don't even think I've gone to Walmart. Like the biggest stores I've been to recently are like gas stations because I don't want to like be around a million people and even then yeah. you gotta worry about what everybody else touches. Yep. Yeah, me earlier when I was at Walmart, that was like the most people I've been around in a few weeks. Cause I don't go anywhere. Yeah. I just, I don't go anywhere. Well like, I sit in a truck all day. Yeah. By myself. Yeah. If I communicate with someone, it's like, hi bye, or it's yeah. in the shop. Yeah, and I work with the same six people all the time in yeah. the mechanic shop. Yeah. So. So, like, yeah. there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot going into this that we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on and we'll yeah. definitely keep reporting on. But yeah. um, try to get some happier news yeah. in here in the meantime. Have you heard of the TV show Dave? Oh, I've, uh, <laughs> I've seen ads for it on Twitter. It's a little dicky show, right? Yes, yeah. it's, it's a little dicky. And yeah. dude, I did not want to watch it. I was like, it's just like another thing. It's yeah. it is it's gonna be boring. <laughs> it's like it's cool, happy he got a show, but I was like, I was bored last night and I didn't have anything else to watch. And I threw on the first episode and I got some like legitimate laughs. Nice. Like I was like super surprised. Is he good in it? He's fantastic. Really? Like he he's little dicky. Like he's he's hilarious. Cause like, I always gotta like Pictured him, like he could, he could be a comedic actor. Mm -hmm. Just the way he looks, like oh, yeah. he just looks like one. He, more he, so than a he has the same timing. I'm not gonna say the same timing as like a Seth Rogen, just because okay. it's an easy comparison. Yeah. Um. He he reminds me of like a Seth, if you mix Seth Rogen with like a, almost Jim Jeffries, like the way he doesn't okay. really like. Look at you when he talks, but he's very. Very fast talking, very like nervous okay. and like yeah. He, it's hilarious though. Nice. Like, uh, did you ever see that video? His music video for Pillow Talking. Never saw the video. No? no. So the girl from that music video is his girlfriend in the show. Oh okay. And like, it took me a minute to realize it, but they, they play off of each other perfectly. Nice. It is. Uh, it plays on FXX. Okay. Uh, but it's on Hulu, and. They allow a lot more on FXX than I realized. N words, really? F words, uh, sex toys, dang, <laughs> butt ass naked people. Wow. For the most part, like it is surprisingly racy really? for cable. I don't know if you consider that cable television. I don't know what in a way you would. Yeah, network television, yeah, whatever network you want to call television. it. But I was it. Well, it, it's very funny. It's okay. definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
they're like, <laughs> he, I, I don't know if I can say anything about it to like, not tip you off too much, but like, YG's in it. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> like, there, there's some definite like, some moments that'll get some serious laughs out of you. Like, I even watched it with Ariana and she could not quit laughing. Really? So it, it, it's really good. I'll um, check it out. I'll probably watch it tonight. Yeah. Oh, yes. I gotta watch The Phantom tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, if you watch The Phantom tonight, I will sit down and watch La La Land. Okay. Okay. And then, that way, Sunday, we can Talk get back it. on it. <laughs> nice. Um, I heard a rumor also this week, and I know we talked about it a little bit, but I want to touch on it real quick and let you know and let everybody else know that I'm not okay with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's talk that there could be... A version of the Joker in the Batman, played by Johnny Depp. The one and only Johnny Depp. And I'm also not okay with it. <laughs> like, Just, like you said, Joker needs to be over the top, but... Still contained. And, like, uh, another thing you brought up is it shouldn't be so close to Joaquin, the version. Like, yeah. they, like they need to do, like, one or two Batman movies and then a Joker. Yeah, and, like, that rumor I was telling you about that I read that it's gonna be a trilogy, obviously, mm -hmm. and towards the end of the second movie or the third movie, that's when he introduces Joker, and it's kind of like an adaption of a death in the family type of deal. I would be okay with that. Yeah. So, a death in the family, that's Jason Todd Joker, right? Yeah. I really hope they can move fast enough in these two, in these three movies to go through a Dick Grayson and a Jason Todd. That's, that's, that's touchy too, because I don't want him to go too fast, because then everything's rushed. What I, I don't, I don't think he needs a Robin in the first movie. I think that you, so here's what I, I want a Robin in the first movie. <laughs> a good Robin. A good Robin. And then halfway through the second. He dies. No, 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 not even that. I just want halfway through the second, I want him and Bruce to kind of disagree on stuff so much. That they just like shut this. That he pushes himself away. And then shortly through that same movie, or maybe even at the end of the movie, mm. he sees a kid stealing the wheels off the Batmobile, and that's your Jason Todd. Because okay. that's how they meet in the comics. Yeah, okay. So he takes him in, and the beginning of the next movie, you, you can maybe do either a little montage or just be like, okay, like this is fast forwarded like a year and a half from after he becomes Robin. Okay. And show the traditional like, or if you're doing just the full, like, I'm jumping further ahead and going uh, under the Red Hood. Okay. In my head. Yeah. So if, if we're just doing Death in the Family, you can have that whole third movie just be him training up Jason Todd. Okay. And at the end, Batman being too late to save him in the building blowing up. And you can have a fourth movie. No, I want, like we've talked about this, <laughs> yeah. I want a franchise of like 10 fucking Yeah, because Thor's movies. about to have a fourth movie. Yeah. And you don't need to like be like confined to like a trilogy. Yes. You can do like two trilogies. Speaking of which, did you see that? I know we kind a of talked about it. Sex Christian Bale is confirmed as the villain. Yeah. In the Thor, in yeah. Thor 4 now. He's confirmed. So, and that was, I think that was spilled by uh, Tessa Thompson in an interview. Yeah, I saw that so, quote too. Um, that excites me. Um, but for the most part, I have a lot of faith in this Batman stuff, and I'm really hoping that it can 
go past the three movies that they Yeah, and I, I hope that Johnny Depp rumor is like false by the way because he, he, he'll just like camp it up. Well, my thing is if you're gonna get a Joker that old, why not just go Defoe? Willem Defoe would be perfect. the perfect Joker. Yeah. Well, or I, I think it was him, uh, Jack Nicholson, and Robin Williams were up for uh, the Joker to begin Robin with. Robin Williams would have been good because he can get serious <laughs> too. But. I love some of his movies. Like, have you seen One Hour more, Photo? I, so I haven't seen that That's one. That's a crazy. I've movie. heard really good things yeah. about that movie. He was fantastic and best dad in the world. Never saw it. That was that got my heart. Like, really? Oof. Emotional yeah. stuff. Like, it's funny, but it's it's a dad dealing with his kid's suicide. Oh, okay. And his son is a piece of shit. <laughs> and like, it shows you the way people react when there's like a death in the family or something like that and so like his son is just a super douchebag he finds his son his son didn't mean to commit suicide oh, okay. he uh he's masturbating and he has a belt wrapped around his neck and he just oh, like he passes that. out yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like overboard yeah. and it's it's the kid <laughs> it's the kid from uh spy kids the red-haired kid. Right. <laughs> Junie? Yeah, Junie. <laughs> and, uh, so he dies, and then, like, so he, like, writes his son's suicide letter and everything, and then, like... He writes it for his son? Yeah, oh, so, shit. like, that way when the cops show up, it looks like he hung himself from his closet, and it, he didn't want the embarrassment for himself or for his son's memory. Right. And so he, like, creates this whole, like, fake life for his son, like poetry that he wrote and all this other okay. stuff and like all of a sudden all the kids that hated him at school are all going up to him like oh we were like best friends and blah 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 and like fix and it like it he likes it at first and then it like starts to break him down mm -hmm. in the movie and like he, he plays it very well really okay I'll I miss Robin Williams <laughs> yeah he was a good actor um he was also fantastic in uh the Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Goodwill Hunting. Yes. Yeah, he was really good. I in that. loved him in that movie. Yeah. Won the Oscar for that one. Too. Yes. Uh, yeah. Best Supporting Actor, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But back to what we were talking about. Anybody besides a Jared Leto or Johnny Depp, because I feel like J Johnny Depp would make the same mistakes. Yeah. I picture Johnny Depp doing kind of like a Jack Nicholson type Joker in a way, but a little more like goofy. I do. I Jasmine. honestly. I think, I think if he were to try to do the Joker, I feel like he'd go a little too Mad Hatter. I would yeah. be okay with him being the Mad Hatter. I guess so. I just don't want him anywhere near the Batman. <laughs> I don't. If there was anything I'd be comfortable with him playing in the Batman or any Batman movie, it would be the Mad Hatter. And it's only because I would like that little like head nod wink going from Alice in Wonderland mm -hmm. to the Batman. Okay. Other than that, that, fucking leave it alone. Yeah. Put him in a jail cell for two seconds in one scene, ending. Yeah. Done. And there's this thing too that Todd Phillips was talking about because you know a bunch of people asked him if this jo that Joker was gonna be uh, related to Robert Pattinson's Batman, mm -hmm. and he said no. And he said maybe, like kind of like alluding to, it. he's like maybe Joaquin's Joker wasn't the real Joker, and he inspired the actual Joker. See, I'd be okay with. And that Joker would be in Robert Pattinson, so they're still connected. I'd be okay with that. My only thing is like, I feel like that's backpedaling. You think so? Because I've heard rumors that the original ending for that movie 
And th this comes from Kevin Smith. He talked to. It was super. I, it was something darker. It was. He like, was way darker. Where. Where he shot. It, Bruce, yeah, right? it was actually the Joker who killed them in the alley, right. and like he was getting ready to walk away and turns back and kills Bruce too. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't think you can have that as an alternate ending and in the same breath say. But it, it's not available to watch though. It's just that's what was gonna happen. Well, and I don't even know if they ever actually filmed yeah, that scene. It, it's yeah. just, I, I don't know if you can ever say, hey, we thought about doing this. Maybe they didn't do it on purpose. They're like, all right, well, maybe this, this is going to connect to the Batman. And, and if that's the case, like, if that's the case, I, I don't know, man. Like, I would be, I'm comfortable with anything. I will listen to any story and give it a chance. I just don't want them to put themselves in a corner they can't get out of. Yeah. I would be fine with him being the inspiration for another Joker. Mm -hmm. For like that real like, cause he, honestly, I, I don't know about you, but I can't see Joaquin's Joker like running a whole like crime operation. He's like too crazy. That, like, not... I don't think he, he doesn't strike me as the type of person who would care about having the attention from Batman. Like th that's my biggest crux with him. Cause like yeah. that's like after you, if you play Arkham Origins, cause I know you're on night now. Yeah, well, if I you go back and play Origins, like you'll feel like you took a step back for sure. Oh, okay. Uh, like just in like graphics and gameplay, but the biggest like crux of those games is it's the relationship between Batman and the Joker. Because it's important. Like they 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 need each other. Yeah. Well, it, it's their first meeting. Oh, okay. And why Joker feels so attached to him. Okay. It's 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 kind of a cool little like I think that's why people are okay with leaving all the actual like Arkham games to their by themselves and just doing like sequels to the Arkham Origins game for now because that's you said that's like a separate thing it's not really like that storyline yeah because it's, it's made not by, that same Batman yeah it's made by Warner Brothers Montreal okay and Rocksteady made the other three yeah games, yeah so um both are really good in their own right uh fantastic scene in like the first three or four hours of the game where you fight Deathstroke is like, it, it's one of the reasons that people are so mad about the Deathstroke fight in Arkham Knight. Oh, he's in Arkham Knight? Yes. Oh, fuck. It, it's not a spoiler. Oh, okay. it, it, it's a side mission. Okay. So, you know what I mean? I don't even do that. the side missions. The side missions are good and worth it in that one. They're not, okay. as long as you're not trying to go after all the Riddler trophies. Okay. Which, yeah, I don't do that. I get them if I see them. That'll make it to where that's the only there's, there'll be one side mission you can't finish then at the end. Don't don't even worry about all the Riddler stuff okay. at the end because at that point you're sidelined to having to find like 325 Riddler trophies just to fight him. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it is a pain in the ass. Because right now I ran into him because he had um, Catwoman captured mm -hmm. and that's where I'm at. And then, like those are fun... That's a, is that a side mission? Yeah, and that, that's what it is. Because I didn't even do it because after that when you leave the, the building like you, has you choose the mission that you want, mm -hmm. and I just went back to the getting a Barbara. There, there are a lot of good uh, missions, like side missions and stuff in that mm -hmm. game. Firefly's kind of cool. Um, Deacon Blackfire's dope. I saw the Man Bat. Man Bat. Uh, he just scared the fuck out of me. Oh, dude. I was like, what the fuck? And uh, apparently, there is a way you can change the clock on your gaming system. You have a PlayStation. Um. Where after you do all of his side missions and capture him, you can go back on October 31st, set the clock to October 31st, or go back on October yeah. 31st, and he's escaped. 
Mamet, and he pops back up, and like it's just like a one-off thing. Oh, uh, okay. I love how uh, Rocksteady is very into those like timed, uh, like because with the Calendar Man in Arkham City, if you go back on each uh, holiday, like St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, Christmas, all those, uh, he has a different thing to say. Okay. And that's how they actually teased Arkham Knight. Okay, because I didn't even, I didn't even do, I didn't do, are, are the side missions worth doing in Arkham City? Because I just did the story and I was done with it. I'm not going to lie, Arkham, I don't remember most of them for Arkham City. I know I did them. Oh, okay. Um, but I'd say Arkham Knights are a little more fun. But like, if you change the date in Arkham City to the day that Rocksteady was founded, it gives you a tease for Arkham Knight. Oh, okay. So, and nice. then, it, the other thing that irritates me about Arkham Knight is you can't get the true ending unless you 100% beat the game. Oh, there's a true ending. Yeah, but you can look it up on YouTube. Oh, okay. It's not worth it. Oh, okay. Um, Cause like so far, that's my favorite one so far. Gameplay, it's the most fluid. It's the most solid. And it looks like really good too. Oh, I'm like, oh, fuck. beautiful. I think yeah. that's the biggest help. Is it came out in like 2015? 15, yeah. So, it's a fantastic game. Mm -hmm. uh, the story is super predictable, but it's so good. You see, I didn't get that. Like, what's like who Arkham, who Arkham Knight is? Yeah. I kind of, like, have an idea, but I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know if I even want to talk to you about it and ruin <laughs> it for you, so we're just going to move on to the next yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. What, what else did you see big in the news this week? What else did I see? Oh. Well, it kind of goes back to coronavirus. That's fine. Fast and Furious 9 got pushed back to next year. Next April. Why? Isn't it done filming? No, it was supposed to come out in May. And they pushed it back a whole year to April. Why? Because of this. I don't know exactly why, but they pushed it back because of this. And also, Quiet Place too. It's not coming out tonight. It's supposed to come out tonight? Yeah, early. Or tonight tomorrow? or next week. Next week, I think. Even then, when are they yeah. delaying it till? Ind indefinite. Why? John Krasinski, he put a statement. He's like, I want the whole world to watch it together, is what he said. I, so I understand yeah. that. But so like, there's no date or anything for it. It's just pushed back. Obviously, we live in a money world, so I, I understand why they're doing it. But it does suck because... Fast 9, I can care less. I mean, hey, man, it's saving me money at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to go to the theaters. Um, I'm not going to go to the theaters to watch Fast and Furious. I'll wait until it's out and my I dad buys it. I haven't watched since <laughs> 7 because I feel like them continuing after 7 is kind of disrespectful. I, I I thought it was super. That was a good end. Tasteless, like that. That was the place to leave it alone. Yeah, where they went off in separate roads. That was like that was perfect. But no, yeah. they got to keep fucking pumping them out because they're making money. And you got your Hobbs and Shaw, and then you're gonna have another spinoff after. I'd be nine. fine with Hobbs and Shaw. That was just a, they just did that. Yeah. And leave Fast and Furious alone. I'm okay with anything with the Rock in it. So <laughs> yeah. you want to keep pumping them out with the Rock? Sure. But he, I don't even think the Rock's in this newest one, is he? Which I would be happy if he was. I think it's I, because he um, had beef off. with Vin Diesel. Uh huh. Yeah. But if <laughs> I, I want him to be in it just so I can see The Rock and John Cena fight again. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can never have it. Oh, dude. <laughs> I like I bought WrestleMania two years in a row just for that. Yeah. Um, and then there was talk that, like I I was I was happy with Zachary Levi's casting as Shazam, mm -hmm. but I was also upset because I was like hearing a bunch of rumblings that John Cena could be Shazam. And that was another so, opportunity gone. I would have been so happy <laughs> because seeing Black Adam and Shazam, oh, John as John Cena and The Rock, 
that's like literally taking action figures and just putting different heads on them yeah. and bashing them against each other. No. <laughs> Uh, man, yeah. Especially because of how much I love wrestling, I think that would have been the way to go. Yeah. Um, uh, has there been any other movies that have been pushed around? Not that I know of. Those are like the two big ones that I've read about. I, so I, if you're looking forward to any of those, you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> I, I am looking forward to A Quiet Place too. That does. Yeah, matter. that one I am. Um. trying to think I just don't think there's anything okay because this whole coronavirus is kind of taking over everything else yeah it, it's definitely been in the forefront of everybody's mind to the point where like you go into m morning meeting at work and they've talked about it like there's no That's what guys talk about all day today I'm like yeah no it's I get it yeah I, I don't know so maybe for that point that we can at least uh, turn people on to other stuff that we're interested in right now, like yeah. the fact that I've been trying to get you to watch Letterkenny. I know. <laughs> I'm on to episode two. <laughs> um, so you know how I texted you that you're 10-ply? Yeah, is that from that? Yeah. Okay. So basically it just means that you're super soft. Okay. There are so many slang words, because like if you think about it, like one-ply toilet paper is like rough. Yeah. Two-ply is soft. If you're 10-ply, you're like... Super, super yeah, you're like squishy. <laughs> um, there's so much slang in there to pick up on that like it hurts your brain for a little <laughs> bit. But all of the wordplay in there is so fantastic. Like, I have never seen a show play off puns the way they do. Right. Like, it is nothing but puns. Yeah, just from the few clips that I've seen, it's like... It's all it is. Especially when they talk to the people from the uh, Mennonite community, which Mennonites are kind of like... Uh, Two sections of people we can offend by talking about Mennonites and uh, with the beards, they don't use electricity. Amish. Amish. Yes. So they're pretty much the same thing. Oh. Okay. I don't know what the exact difference is. I think Mennonites are allowed to use a little bit of electricity. Okay. Um, but their last name is Dick, and all of their oh yeah, I, I saw <laughs> all of their family members have names like um that old dude. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like all the family members, like, so one lady's Anita, so it's Anita Dick, <laughs> uh, Chastity Dick, like, just stupid names, and then, like, the mother's maiden name has something to do with vagina, so, like, it, it's just bad, dude, like, it, it's by far one of my favorite shows to watch right now, okay. and I just finished the eighth season, so, like, nice. that's what got me to start watching, uh, Dave. Okay. For sure. Um, has there been anything you've been watching recently? I've just been playing Batman. Pretty much. I beat the first two games in like... A week? A week? Yeah. And I know you've been texting me throughout each one. So what were your thoughts on the ending of... Uh, I think we covered your thoughts on the ending of... Asylum. Asylum. Yeah. Uh, what about City? It was cool. It was like a, a kind of cliffhanger in a way. And it, it, was, di it was different. I was waiting for him to answer, like, at the end, mm -hmm. and he just kind of walks away and just, like, he cuts off there. Were you surprised by the way the, uh, that night started? 
I was sitting there like a dumbass. I was late waiting for something to happen. Like pop up. And I like... didn't realize I had to like press X oh. to get the fire gun. <laughs> so I was literally sitting there like, what the fuck? Like you're just gonna pop up in yeah. a second. <laughs> yeah. And then the, I, I did the same thing. I didn't, I saw that I was supposed to press button, but I was like, what if I just don't for a while? I saw I like, for like three minutes. I like the vibes, like the music that played mm. and stuff was kind of like eerie. Yeah. It was like almost like a horror game kind of some, in mm. some, some ways. Well, especially because doesn't it start oh, with you like playing as a cop in a diner? Yeah, you, uh, because some guy says there's a weird dude in the corner booth, and you mm -hmm. go over there and it's some scarecrow dude mm -hmm. with the uh, fear gas. And then it goes to shit from there. Okay. I just feel like that happened like quick too. Yeah. Like Arkham City ended in right away. Cause how how much time is taking place? A couple months. Uh, I, I, I want to say it's like six months, I think. Cause obviously you have Joker pretty much gets burnt right after, and then yeah, he's done. I, I don't know if it gives you a definite time frame. Yeah. But I, I would assume it would have to be at least a year, personally. Yeah. Cause you have to let. A lot of things happen. So, like, what point are you at in the game? You said you just you're on your way to save Barbara. Burke. Save Barbara. Yeah, I got to the point where um, I don't know if you remember it, where Barbara was in the truck and you had to like investigate, follow the tracks mm -hmm. to see where that truck led, and she kind of jumped out, and you got to investigate like that scene. Yeah. yeah, I'm right, right after that. Okay. Yeah, I know where you're at then. Yeah. So, and Scarecrow like completely different than Arkham Asylum. Oh, way different. Yeah, and but it's supposed to be the same. One, I would assume. I, the one thing I wasn't sure of is if it's the same voice actor or not. It's definitely not. Because I love the voice actor from Night. Like, he's a fantastic yeah, guy. Yeah, because the one in Asylum is almost like Halloween-y, like cartoony almost. Okay. And this one's like like dead serious. Like, yeah. I haven't played Asylum in a minute. Mm. Actually, I think I played Asylum more recently than I played Night, so I don't know why I'm talking shit. Yeah. Um, because I played... I played Asylum... Or I played, I played Night, and then I... Shortly after Night came out, they came out with the uh, Return to Arkham yeah. uh, bundle, which is uh, Asylum and City. So I played both of those and 100% beat those again because I have no life. Um, <laughs> and just because like, it's cool to see if you go back and look at some Easter eggs that you missed or something. Yeah, yeah, and they're um, they're easier than I thought too. Because normally I on games like nowadays I get stuck on something stupid and mm -hmm. then play it again. Mm -hmm. But they're pretty simple with it. Yeah, especially the Arkham games, they pretty much give you bumpers if you want them, mm -hmm. like to like just follow along and yeah. do your do your main mission stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but if you want to kind of go outside of that, there is so much extra. Oh yeah. And then even more if you have bought all the DLCs and stuff. Is it's... Arkham City like the most, like the largest one? Like as far as like size? Map wise? Shit, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's absolutely massive. I think it's like if you were to combine almost like two Arkham Cities. Okay. It, it's, I think it's just slightly, I actually think it's bigger than GTA 6. Really? Like map wise, but wow. you can travel across it much faster. Yeah, and um, a lot of people say this their favorite one is Arkham City. Arkham City is the one that everyone I hear talk about. It, I hear people talk about arguing over Origins of City. Origins? As their favorites. Yeah. Huh. Just because the gameplay was solid for both of them and the stories were more unique, where Asylum was loved, but the ending of it killed it. Yeah, because like I said, like you have all this build up and it just ends like right away. Like, yeah, it's over. Well, that and like, there are so many other enemies you could have fought besides the Joker, all jacked, that would have made it more interesting. Yeah, and like I was telling you, Poison Ivy is easy, uh, harder to beat than Joker oh, yeah. was. Should, there was a lot of challenging fights in that game, whereas that one, it, it just kind of like anticlimactic. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. 
it was still fun. It just wasn't as worth it as it would have been. Right. Um. Still worth playing over though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't stop myself from going back and playing games like that. Like yeah. anytime they release a remastered bundle like that, like the uh, Ezio trilogy, I went insane on. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think I finished. Revelations, but I'm like 90% through it. Resident Evil? Uh, no, uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. Ezio Trilogy. Okay. Revelations. Okay. Um, that, that's the third one of the three. And it's a good game. It's definitely probably the weakest of those three. But okay. I had... I love Assassin's Creed. Like, that's my favorite franchise. I started to like it, like, when the first one came out, but I felt like the first one was just, like, repeat the same shit over and over again. The first one is the weakest game they have. Yeah. Um, I kind of felt the same way about Origins. Like, the story just kind of, eh. Odyssey brought me back a little bit. It's still not where I want it to be. I'm not a fan of the changing in the button layout and everything. Because, okay. like, it used to be very simple. Like, there was a button for counter. Now it's uh, right bumper, right stick is, like, heavy and light attacks. Okay. Like, it's very different. They're in... Origins, you had a shield that you could use, and like, like it, it, it's just overly complicated. Right. I wish they would bring back the old system, but I'm still good to do it because I love the Assassin's Creed story. Mm. It's it's just enough off the wall to like keep me interested. Okay, for sure. Um, we got less than a month for Resident Evil Three. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to play that. Although I didn't play Resident Evil Two the remake, dude. I played the demo, like the. First, but I didn't get to play so the game. Good. Yeah, so good. I actually have it on PS4. Okay, I nice. think. Yes, PS4. Um, it is such a good game. Uh, like, they could have just left it alone and not done anything right. and just re-released it for consoles. But the amount of detail and fixes that they did, like, blow my mind. Right. Like, and I'm sure it's going to be the same with 3. And that's one thing that, like, that's why everyone will buy it. Yeah. Is because... The amount of time and detail they put into 2, it gave people faith in Capcom again. I feel like they were making 2 and 3 at the same time. And I'm sure they were. Yeah. It, um, and I'm sure they probably already started on 4. I don't know if they're going to touch 5. Well, they, I read something about 4 that they're not going to even do that for a while. Because they're focused on 8 now. So uh, I think they'll do 3, release 8, and then I think 4 will come about a year after. So and like then, 2022, 23? Yeah, I, uh, I'd say 23 at the earliest. Because yeah, that would be like, a, I, well, I've always wanted to see that one like remastered, yeah. the new graphics. Well, and, and the nice thing is it's not too far back to where not, they yeah, shouldn't have too much to Yeah, whereas Resident Evil 3 and Resident Evil 2, 90s, <laughs> that was polygons. Like, it was yeah. so rough to where you're like, I, I'm playing it on PlayStation 1 type yeah, of... Yeah, but could you imagine 4 like on the next gen of consoles? Um, That'd be crazy. No, honestly, like, I, I'm excited for uh, anything that gets remastered that I used to love to play as a kid. When yeah. I, like, it, it, it gets me excited again. And it's stupid because I've played it before. Yeah. But it's that nostalgia, dude. It just, it helps so much. Right. Um, I can literally sit and replay any of the Assassin's Creed's. Mm -hmm. Like I said. I can sit and replay any of the Resident Evils. The Batmans, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
I will say though, while I enjoy all that, I am really wanting something new and fresh. Okay. Like a sequel to God of War. That is my favorite game of the last 10 years at least. Really? Dude. I still haven't played it. I will, I will let you borrow it. You I have leave. it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> I love that game. Like, especially because they did so much to change the story. Uh-huh. Of, so it's a continuation from the first three. Okay. But. Because I always thought it was like a reboot. It, it kind of is. It's like a soft reboot. Okay. But everything that happened in the first three is still canon. Okay. So basically he leaves Greece and everything and he goes to Midgard. He basically leaves Greek mythology and goes into Norse mythology. Okay. And he meets a chick and he has a kid. Mm. Which if you play off of the first one is not a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. Because he ends up killing his wife and his kid because yeah. Ares tricks him. Yep. Well, you, it's not spoilers, but you start, it, it is kind of spoilers, but it's super soft. It's just in the first like 15 minutes. You can tell me because uh, I probably won't get to it. <laughs> it, it. It's, I will say if there's any game that's worth playing, like that's the one. Okay. Um, he basically, the first 15 minutes are him and his son looking for a tree that they have to cut down that his wife marked and taking it to her and basically like cremating her. Okay. on it and after that it's pretty much like a father and son story oh. and it came out two years a little bit more than a year after Kenneth was born okay it's so like I'm sitting I'm literally sitting holding him while I'm playing it uh. and that like father and son connection in the game made that game so much better because of what I was going through as like a dad oh okay and it, it helped me connect with it on that level okay cool um Nothing else I've ever played has like made me feel that way. Like, really? And at that, that little kid does not get in your way, almost at all. It makes me so happy that they did like a follow, like a game that's literally like a follow quest the whole fucking way, where you have to like hold somebody's hand. Yeah. Without making you feel like you're strapped down and having. And they might have you killed. Yeah, like you're not having to worry about them getting carried away every three seconds yep. or something like that. Like. They handle their own, and they're actually like, there's a button that you press where he's usable and he shoots arrows for you. Okay. So like, he's not useless. Yeah. <laughs> he he's like, kind of like Ellie from The Last of Us types of use. Okay. So. So not like Ashley in Resident Evil Four, where she's <laughs> getting captured and shit. <laughs> that is, uh, so, I feel like there was another Resident Evil game where they did that too. But yes, Resident Evil Four especially. That shit pissed me off. Yeah. I hate it. I hate those quests where it's like a, it's not called a follow quest. It's like a escort quest. Yeah. The whole game. Yeah. That stuff drives me insane. Yeah. Which is the only reason I, while I would love Resident Evil 4, that's the only thing that keeps me from wanting to play Resident Evil 4. Have change it to just follow. <laughs> I would be happy with that. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm tired of, like, a great game can be ruined by too much of one thing. Yeah. Um, and that's why I love God of War, because there's so much mixed into it, where he, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, yeah. it's that good, but I, I, I'll stop myself here and we'll uh, talk about something else. So, 
other games that I would like to see uh, new something is any other superhero. I know you're not into okay. the Avengers right now. No. <laughs> I, know, I know you're not interested. I will play it just based on the principle that I feel like I have to give it a try. Okay. Especially if it is potentially connected to the Spider-Man game. What I'm more excited for is the potential for a Superman or Justice League game. Okay. Which would be made by Rocksteady. Yeah, Rocksteady. And I'll definitely play one of those. Yes. And those would be potentially at least connected to the Batman Arkham games. Yeah. Which would make it at least more enticing for you. Like, would you, like, I feel like in Superman they would have to change up, like, the fighting style and stuff. Can it be the same? A hundred percent. And, see, that's the biggest problem is how do you create a challenge for Superman? Yeah. Because he's invincible. Unless everybody has fucking kryptonite. Right. Or their other potential thing they could do is a whole game under a red sun. Mm. When the red sun's up, he, or however it works, he doesn't have any powers. Ah. Or at least the super weakened. So right. people could kill him. Right. I, I just, I don't want something to, like, I want you to feel OP. Yeah. I want you to, like, like Prototype. You ever played Prototype? Never played it. Oh, that is one game where you literally feel like the big boss. Like, okay. you just, you can wreck shit. Yeah. You're like Kirby in a human body. It's ridiculous. Nice. Um, something like that as Superman would be dope until you have some, like, major invasion. Because I, like I think the other thing that really ties you down with Superman game is, like, if you do still make him OP, you could do the alternative of making it to where everything has to be like a rescue quest. Okay. Where like if you don't rescue this person in time, you fail the mission. Yeah. I don't want that either. That shit bogs the game down quick. Yeah, you have a balance of being overpowered and then something like the Red Sun or something to Yeah. To take away his powers. Either that or have like go through half the game just being a badass. OP yeah. being able to do whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have like Zod and them come down. Or a Doomsday, or ma like a magic character. I don't know, like there's a lot of, I think Doomsday would be the way they would have to go. Yeah. Personally, because like, especially one of the most famous Superman storylines is the death of Superman yeah. with Doomsday killing him. You can just make that the game. Yeah. and. Another game that they could do that they did do back in the day is Reign of the Superman. Okay. Uh, but they did it like 8-bit back in the day. Because <laughs> um, I think there's like four Supermen who try to take over for Superman after he dies. Okay. Up until he comes back. And you can kind of have it as him fighting his way back and fighting them off. Okay. At least the two that are evil. I think there's two that are evil. Okay. Yeah, see, I don't know much about Superman. He's one that I know probably the least about when it comes to DC. Yeah. Um, I would super, super, super kill for a Green Arrow game. Yeah. I could write a Green Arrow game, and I'd be happy. <laughs> um, I'd be cool with a Wonder Woman game. I'd be cool with that. I, I just... I would really like the, to see them do something unique with something like that. I think a unique... Game that well they could make unique as an Aquaman game, you can do a lot of stuff with that. I I would be super interested yeah. in that. 
have the, the trench. The water and physics they, would be the hard be part hard. of that to get around. Yeah. Um, I would definitely be down to play it though. Yeah. The trench would be a blast. Yeah. Uh, riding sharks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Seahorses. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch you could actually do with Aquaman. Martian Manhunter. I don't even. I think a Green Lantern game would be dope. That would be cool. Yeah. As long as it's not tied to the movie. Like the last one. <laughs> like, I never even touched the last one because I, I didn't know. hear anything good about it. Um, real, real quick before we'll close this off this way. Is there any movie that you love? We're gonna bar Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel from this conversation. Oh, yeah. We hit this a million times. Yeah. Is there any movie that you absolutely love? that people hate. Like, critically, it is shit on, shit on. beyond belief to the Ooh. point where you're almost embarrassed to admit it. Any genre? Any, any, movie. any movie. If you want to pick multiple, you can. Oh, yeah, multiple. See, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a hard thing to go off of. Yeah. I grew up in a, like, not thinking about what other people thought. And then, like, you grow up and then people are like, oh, Green Lantern's ass and yeah. this and is that. And it's, not necessarily like other people either. Like you just when you grow up, you like look at it again. You're like, oh, this. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> like, I watched Phantom, like, probably about a year ago, and uh -huh. I was like, it's not what I remember when I was a kid, but I still love it. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't reviewed well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can imagine. Oh. But for me, um, number one, Spawn. Like I used to watch that like religiously. I still love that movie. I do too. Like, I watched it a little, but I can see the flaws in it, like oh. the special effects and stuff, and like, wow. Martin Sheen Trash. looks weird in that movie. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's not, like, I think it has like 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, really? some shit like that, yeah. Dude, I love Michael J. White in that. That was the only thing I knew him from for the longest time. Yeah, me too. And then they brought him into the Arrowverse as Bronze Tiger. Really? And he's I also was... a Dark Knight. Yes! He's, uh, he's not... Is he the disappearing pencil? No, he, he no, gets his. One uh, of his boys is the one against the disappearing pencil. And then he gets his throat cut uh, and put into a body. When yes. Joker jumps out of the yep, body bag. Yep. He was good in that too. Yeah. I really enjoyed him. Um, I just, I just, he's spawned to me. <laughs> Dude, that voice. Yeah. Like, it like it her almost body. feels fake. Yeah. Like he feels like he. I, I want to hear him in an interview just to see if there's any yeah. difference. Right. He's holding that on forever. Like. Have you heard the rumor that uh, Gilbert Godfrey, his voice is fake and he just does it for really public appearances? I can see that. That is an annoying, <laughs> like <laughs> carrying that he voice probably, around. Yeah, he probably has something similar to it, but he probably over exaggerates it when he's talking, like in yeah. a public. So. It, it's like putting that as your like thing, being pigeonholed that way for your whole career would suck. Yeah, it would. But, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do to make money. And it has worked out for him. Yeah. I mean, is. he was the Aflac duck for how long? And he was also the uh, bird in Aladdin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, dude, he, he, he was in a lot of stuff back in the day. Yeah, he was. Um, I want to say he was in Babe. I could be wrong about that, but I feel like he was in Babe. I haven't seen that in so long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. Um, if I had to pick one that I love that everybody else hated... I just, it's. I don't want to go with anything too much from when I was a kid, mm -hmm. because that's easy to go back with like yeah. rose tinted glasses. If I'm trying to think more recently, I 
Oh, dude. There are a lot of movies. Like, I love Yoga Hosers, and people hate that movie. Haven't you seen it yet? <laughs> um, I, I, like, Red State was good. People weren't too critically... Like, I can pick out mostly Kevin Smith movies and be good on this. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. Let me see real quick. Because there has to be a lot of movies that just... You can pick out that are so much better than they are. But And even sometimes you'll get movies that critics will look back on years later and be like... Maybe we're it, a little too harsh. It's aged better yeah. than expected. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did you see Bloodshot reviews? Are they bad? I would. I can only assume they're bad. Thirty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, let me look at the. Uh, so not good. <laughs> audience score seventy-three. Not bad. See, it's it's one of those things. Like, critics don't always translate, but like. Uh, but uh, they don't like. I like. I believe them when they talk about movies like Cats. <laughs> I still want to see it. Yeah, I. I'm interested <laughs> just to see how bad it is. Um, I coming up movies that I haven't heard anything good about is like that uh, Jungle Cruise movie with The Rock. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and not, that looks like probably the least interesting movie he's done in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever watch Better Call Saul? No. That is actually a surprisingly good show. Um. It's a sequel show to Breaking Bad, Bad, yeah, and it just came back randomly. Like I didn't see any adverts for it. What? Okay. And it was it, supposed to have ended. No, like it was. It was on break for like a year and a half or more. Okay. So I was like, oh, maybe they're like they were like, oh, we're gonna come back. Like we're just taking a little time to like fine tune the script yeah. and make sure we get everything right. And then just like five episodes showed up on my DVR, and I was like, where the hell did this come <laughs> from? Um. So. The first time I watched Suicide Squad, I loved it. Well, I was saying with me, because you're like, the hype gets you. Yeah. You're just like, wow. And the second time you go into it, the like, first 20 minutes is watchable, and then after that, it just like goes down the hill. Yeah. Goes, you start looking at it differently. It, it's But that that's not the best example I can come up with, because it doesn't hold up it on a second view. No. So to, to me, personally. It does not. Um, If I'm correct, I'll, I'll say this. Let, let me look at the score for this one movie really quick. And I will tell you uh, exactly my thoughts on it. Okay. But I will tell you that I don't think it was very well reviewed. Um, yeah, it was reviewed horribly, and I still say it's one of my favorite movies. Okay. Okay? The Butterfly Effect. Never seen it. No? No, I've never seen it. It's one of the few movies where Ashton Kutcher actually gets to play like a serious role. And is he good in it? He's very good. Like, to the point where, like, it got a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not, uh, 81% audience score. It's a cult classic, I would assume, right? Yeah. Um, oh, I got a couple more, then. Okay. I just came to mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't... I, I understand their... I, I honestly don't even understand critical... Like, backlash against that movie because of the fact that... I'll say this straight up. It made me cry. Really? Like, it was that, it got me in that much. Like there was like, an emotional scene that made you... the, the, the ending. 
Oh, the ending. Both endings, because there's an alternate ending, and both of them fucked me up. Really? I watched it two different times, and I was like, oh, I'll watch it with the alternate ending this time. And I was like, maybe it'll be a little happier. No, it was worse. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh, there's no happy ending at all. Oh, no, dude. Like, it's... Because what is it about? Is it like some sort of drug or some shit that he takes? No, so basically, like, he has... An ability? Grow growing up, he has all these moments that he, like, blacks out, and then stuff just happens. Oh. And he writes them down in a journal because he goes to, like, therapy and stuff, and, like, he tries to figure out, like, what's going on, and then he forgets about it because, like, the blackouts go away, and he's fine. And then... He gets older and he finds his notebooks and he reads them and it sends him back mm. into those moments and he can change everything that's happened. Oh. Okay. And so you, he goes into like, like time travel almost. Pretty much. He goes into like four or five different like versions of the way the world would have worked out and like I will recommend that movie. I will have you watch that as one of our things. Okay. Because dude, it's a mindfuck. If nothing else. Okay. Some of the people's acting in it, I can understand why they're not crazy about it, yeah. but has one of my favorite actors in it, Ethan Supley, and that dude. Oh, he's in it? Dude, he's one of my biggest fucking, like, people to look up to, like, yeah. role models. Especially with the way he's turned his life around right. recently. Super fit. Because he was, like, he had to be yeah, close to pushing, like, like, 600. I was going to say 500. I'm not surprised if he got close to six. Because yeah. it was, he looked unhealthy. Because I don't know if you ever saw him in American History X. Yep. Oh, my God. I think now. that was his biggest. Yeah. He, oh, Bad. Yeah, now bad he now. looks like a brick shit house. Right now. He would <laughs> scare me if I didn't know who he was. Yeah, it's crazy. He is a fantastic actor. Like, he's in uh, Mallrats. Yeah. yeah. He's the dude looking at the boats. He's yeah. like, he's like, I don't see it. And the little kid's like, it's a scooter. He's like, it's a sailboat, you idiot. Yeah. He's like, a scooter is a sailboat, you idiot. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. Um, so you said you had some other movies. Yeah, and they're horror movies. Okay. Uh, one of them is Freddy. I think horror movies are a big one on that. Yeah. Freddy vs. Jason. Which, this is another one from my childhood, I guess. But I, I love that one, too. Yeah, I do, too. I think most people's big um, thing that they go against the grain, critic-wise, uh, uh, for horror movies is too bloody, too violent. Like, too Siskel and sexual, Ebert. Too, like... Siskel and Ebert used to go against that stuff all the time. Yeah. They hated when people would be too gory, too... Yeah. And like horror movies about that, like early 2000s, they were like really like sexual, really. Oh yeah. Like, this is well, what, what it was. I think one of the only ones that wasn't like overly sexual, excuse me, off the top of my head, is Saw. No, yeah, it wasn't the, at the all. first one. The, the, there, there was, there was like, a little story. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you had the little bits between uh, the doctor and his mistress. But and in, his, even then, it was Asian mistress. <laughs> even then, it was like a. Like 30 second scene. Like, <laughs> There's like a 30 second scene. Yeah, and she's like trying to take it off. And he's like, no, we're good. Like, I was just telling you, we gotta stop this. But it was too late. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's the most sex that was in that movie. Yeah. Which was nice for a change, especially for a horror movie. Yeah. It was a big subplot about why he was there, but it wasn't the whole movie. Yeah. Um, Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> There was one line from that that is super fucked up, though. Which one? Oh, There's plenty, but which with one? the black girl, where oh, he's Kelly like, Rowland from Destiny's Child. He Ooh, so dark. He, that's exactly <laughs> the line. Fucking Kumail Nanjiani has a bit about it. Does he? Where he's like, he's like, I didn't realize there. He's he's like, I didn't realize that Freddy Krueger was a racist because he has the option to kill a white girl and a black girl. He's like, 
ooh, dark, dark. And he's like, he's like, and somehow everyone's like, ooh. Like I was in the theater and everyone was like, ooh, Freddie, that's too far. And they're like, you're okay with child rape and murder, but not racism from this guy. <laughs> they're like, where do you draw the line? Right. <laughs> but yeah, that, that line was like. It, Anything Freddie <laughs> says almost is like either like sexual, stupid, or racist. <laughs> I love Robert England as yeah, Freddy though. Yeah. That remake they did. Trash. I heard of trash. I haven't seen it. I didn't watch it because of that. I watched it in theaters. It was okay. Seeing anybody else in Freddy makeup though. No. Yeah, no, no. Th th that's the biggest thing. Honestly, you could have done that movie with Robert England and it would have been fine. I'd have been happy with it. Okay. Robert England wants Kevin Bacon to play Freddy. Oh. That's what I read. I could see him doing that. Because yeah. he had that TV show, The Following. Okay. And he, he played that pretty creepy. And he did fairly well on that. Nice. I would actually like to see him make a comeback. Yeah. Because one of his last movies, oh, what was it called? R.A.P.D. That? No, well, that one and then, um, it was like a horror movie. It was like a supernatural movie. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. It's really stupid. It's like based on Native American, like, folklore or some shit. Like ghosts. Let's see. It's a, it's a new, newer movie. It's like a couple years old. That dude had a great filmography, though. He did. Hollow Man. Like, the fact that he was in a movie where he didn't really show his face almost at all. Right. Let's um, see. No. There was a 2018 Tremors movie? Probably some. It was probably all Straight to DVD. The, not The Darkness. Yes, The Darkness. The Darkness? Okay. Yeah. It was garbage. That was four years ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, I honestly don't even remember hearing about that. I didn't even know he was in Black Mass, which was the year before that. I remember... Oh, shit, he was. Uh -huh. Yeah. He was a FBI agent. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he was in a movie called Cop Car. Then he had that TV show I was talking about the following that okay. played for two or three years. Um, I'd love to see him make a comeback because... He did great in stuff like Hollow Man. He did great in Tremors. He yeah. did great in Footloose. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was good at Death Sentence. I don't know if you ever saw that. That's a James Wong movie. It was the one he did right after Saw. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Bacon is like a... His son plays hockey. And they're uh, coming I, home from a hockey... But they go to the most ghetto fucking gas, gas station. station. When he could have drove a little bit further. Yeah. And his son gets <laughs> off in there. And then he takes revenge on the game. I do remember that movie. Good movie. I actually really like that movie. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that... Uh, what is it? Death Wish? It's, like, it's, it's based on Deathless, yeah. Okay. That and, revenge type of thing. Yeah. Kill my family. <laughs> I, I feel, and I didn't hear any good things about that Deathless movie with Bruce Willis. I heard nothing but bad things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing hell. but bad things. Um, do you have any other ones that you might be able to... Yeah, the um, Rob Zombie Halloween uh, duology. Dual I will say I love those two. I do too. They're like... And a lot of people complain because they don't want like a backstory to Michael Myers. He's, he's supposed to be... A force of nature is what he is in the original ones. There's like that little bit of backstory with the kid, but it doesn't go into it like Rob Zombie does. So I love both versions. Yeah. But why can't you have both? Right. Like, my thing is, if you're going to remake it, you got to like do something original with it, and he did. Yeah. Do you want to go into a movie theater and watch the same thing right. with a new camera? Right. Like, his was like dirty. It was like, it felt like real. Yeah. It, Although there was that scene in the opening scene when his mom, they're all in the kitchen, his mom's fighting with his, like, her boyfriend. Uh -huh. Just overdid the bad language and shit, that kind of, like, white trash angle a little bit. I'm, I'm okay with situations like that, okay. though, because I feel like that's real. I okay. grew up 
not not me personally, but I know people and people's situations that are in those types of areas or whatever. That is exactly how it is. Like it's not an exaggeration. Like almost over the top, but that's yeah. how it is. Where you're like, like I've watched people get the cops called on them because that's how they talk mm. in front of kids and stuff like that. And you're just like, what in the hell? Like this, yeah. it, it seems like something in a bad movie. Yeah, because it is trashy. Yeah. It is trashy. But it's supposed to be. Yeah. And that's the thing people don't realize. And I think there's a lot of backlash no matter what. You're going to have people who want to go against Rob Zombie because of his... Because he's Rob Zombie, the way he does his music, and even more so like his spiritual beliefs. Critics are liars if they say that, if some of them don't say that that affects their views on a movie or a director. Yeah. yeah. Um, his whole Satan thing mm. will push people away. Yeah. It's not, I'm, I don't agree with his views. But I still watch his movies. You can't yeah. cloud your... And he makes his movies for his audience. He has yeah. his audience already built in. Oh, yeah. And that's when he goes to see it. Like, and I he... love A House of a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses, those are like classic horror movies. Devil's, yeah. I saw Devil's Rejects before House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, okay. But I, I went back and watched House of a Thousand Corpses after. I love those movies. That's like the, uh, it's like House of a Thousand Corpses is kind of like the campy horror movie, and then Devil's Rejects is more like realistic. After I went back and watched it, though, I didn't realize who was in that movie. There's a few people in that movie. Rain Wilson, Dwight from uh, The Office. Yeah. Rain Wilson, and then they got, um, what's his face? Are you thinking who I'm thinking? Chris Hardwick. Yes, Chris yes. Hardwick. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I watch you on The Talking Dead, like, every fucking week, yeah. back when I still watched The Walking yeah. Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was in it. It's it crazy. It blew my mind, because, like, I watched, I watched it, and then I came back and watched it a couple years later after I had started watching The Walking Dead. Didn't know who Chris Hardwick was, mm -hmm. and then I saw him, and I was like, he looks familiar. Yeah. And then watch House of a Thousand Corpses again, and I was like, holy shit. It's you. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's, 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 it's pretty cool. Like, like I said, those are classic movies. If anything, they're cult classic movies. Oh, yeah. And like you said, it's he has a niche audience. Yeah. He knows who he's making his movies for. Yeah. Even though, I will say, like he's kind of fallen off a little bit. In this oh. Pat, couple, like 31. Three, or um, three from Hell wasn't. Three from Hell was ill. It didn't feel necessary. No. And it was like super cartoony. Especially if you had someone like Sig ha Sid Haig on his last legs. Do something like with him. Yeah. Like, yeah. send him off in a good way. Like, you didn't even get him as uh, Captain Spaulding at all. No. It like, was just him in the prison and that was I, it. I would have been happy with a scene with him just kind of walking out in front of a bunch of cops and doing like a last stand with his clown makeup on. I like. I feel like that would have been better than off screen, oh yeah, he got executed. Yeah, some bullshit like that. Like it was nice that he was on screen for a second yeah. and did like little interviews, but like, they could have gone balls to the wall. If yeah. It would have been better. Yeah, and I'm- He held back, it felt like. He did, yeah. And I'm a fan, a lot of people are, I'm a fan of Lords of Salem. I like it, cause that's like his art house movie. I'm not gonna lie, that is the only movie I've ever turned off. Like, really? Like, I went back and I finished it. And I didn't realize how close I was to the ending when I turned it off. You just I had felt, enough. You're like, I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> there is some weird like, shit in that oh, movie. Like the scene where like the popes are like the popes and the cardinals are all like jerking off and stuff, and I was like, I can't be watching this. Like this just feels wrong. Like I was watching it with my uncle, and he left like a quarter of the way through because he was like, Nah, really? I ain't watching this shit. Really? And then I sat until like the last five minutes of the movie and didn't realize there was only five minutes left and I was like, ah, I'm not doing this no more. It's, it's weird. It is definitely weird. Um, there is some like, 
satanic undertones oh, yeah. to it for sure. But, but watching it, I, I was in a much different headspace at that time where I was more trying to push stuff I didn't believe away. Uh, uh, whereas like now I'm an adult. I, I was literally a teenager. <laughs> so I'm an adult. I have my own opinions and if I'm that worried that something, watching something like that is going to change my opinion, then I'm not that strongly convicted in what I believe in anyways, so yeah. it's not. Yeah, because I was eight, we were 18 when it came out. <laughs> yeah, we I, were just graduating. Yeah, I loved it the first time I watched it. I sat through it by myself <laughs> at home. I was just watching it. I'm like, nice. <laughs> I'm like, I like this shit. I love that, like, those movies that are, like, creepy. And, like, they, I love movies that make you think, like, afterwards. Yeah. Like, about your own life. Yeah. And the way you do things in your everyday life and the way you treat people or the way you do stuff like that because like those are the movies that m m feel like they have more meaning okay. and yeah. that you could literally hold a class and you could have 10 different people given a different opinions that are so off the wall different yeah um stuff like like that like um I'm, I'm trying to think of like really thought-provoking movies like you, you can even go to movies like Blade Runner, where yeah. the directors, the actors, and the writers all have different views of what actually happened in yep. that movie. Yeah, Like, stuff like that is intriguing to me. And as a viewer, being able to create your own version of what's happened is fascinating to me. Because yep. even, you can do that with movies, you can do that with music. Like, best example I can think of for music is Wake Me Up When September Ends. Okay. Everybody, for the longest time, even people to this day, still think that it's about 9-11. It makes sense. It came out shortly after, but it's about his dad dying. And it bothered him for the longest time. And then he's like, as an artist, you realize that... Interpreted different. Everyone... And it, it can help people get through things. Yeah. So, it's always... Art in any form is nice in that way. Yeah. So, it... it Stuff like that is always intriguing me. Mm -hmm. But I think that we uh, we definitely went over our hour here, so I think that that's probably a good place to yeah. uh, stop. So uh, if everybody wouldn't mind just following us, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that, we'd really appreciate it. The big one that we're really trying to push right now is our YouTube. YouTube we yeah. got to get our subscribers up. Um, so if you click on the link to this video and if you have a minute to watch it and all that, just please hit the subscribe button on our channel. We'll have shorter videos coming out soon. We'll get our skits going. Uh, meeting up with everybody, especially when Nate lives all the way out in the spring. Yeah, that's, that's the hard. hardest part. Yeah. And I get worried sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get all that sorted. This is our first year, so there's going to be a lot of hoops to jump through. We have yeah. our normal jobs. We have all that. So please hit the subscribe. We're going to have other short videos, our news show, our... Yeah. List videos. List videos, us reviewing each other's challenge movies we get yeah. each other. Uh, ultimately, we're in this just to have some fun. and yeah. Hopefully, you guys can tag along and have some fun with us. So, Until next time, I'm Anthony Stevens. Damian Leva, and wash your hands. Please. <laughs> Peace. Peace.